హలో వెల్కమ్ టు తంత్రాజ్ మంత్ర పాడ్కాస్ట్ దట్ గోస్ బిహైండ్ అండ్ బియాండ్ ది హెడ్ లైన్స్ ఆఫ్ టెక్నాలజీ న్యూస్ ఐఎమ్ ప్రకాష్ సంగం ఫౌండర్ ఆఫ్ తంత్ర అనలిస్ట్ అండ్ యువర్ హోస్ట్ ఐఎమ్ రియలీ ఎక్సైటెడ్ టు బ్రింగ్ అవర్ ఇనాగ్రల్ ఎడిషన్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ పాడ్కాస్ట్ యూ టుడే అండ్ వీ హ్యావ్ అన్ ఇంట్రెస్టింగ్ సబ్జెక్ట్ అట్ హ్యాండ్ ఐఎమ్ ష్యూర్ మెనీ ఆఫ్ యూ హర్డ్ అబౌట్ ది ఫార్మేషన్ ఆఫ్ అ న్యూ ఇండస్ట్రీ గ్రూప్ కాల్డ్ ఓపెన్ ర్యాన్ పాలసీ కోలిషన్ ఇట్ వాజ్ అనౌన్స్డ్ జస్ట్ అ ఫ్యూ డేస్ ఎగో ద గ్రూప్ హ్యాస్ many big names of tech world in it it has cloud giants compute giants chipset leaders global operators as well as small disruptive players all in all it has around 30 members there are some key guys are missing as well ericsson and nokia for sure which kind of makes sense i guess but not even a single chinese company that i think is interesting and also interesting are couple more things about this group the first one selection of its executive director Diane Rinaldo who is an ex Trump administration official and also it's called to the US government to play a key role in facilitating the telecom supply chain and it gave that call in its inaugural press release that makes the group's intentions much clearer all of this naturally raises the question whether This is an effort by the US government to neutralize Huawei and come up with alternatives. In this podcast, I will explore the answers to that question while looking a deeper look at the current situation, the motivations behind formation of this group, as well as what the future holds. In preparing for this podcast, I talked to a few coalition members. Uh, got some useful information on objectives and charter and such obviously all of them are pretty modest careful and balanced in their answers which i think is understandable however all of the information in this podcast is purely my opinion my opinion based on more than 25 years of my industry experience as well as closely following and monitoring the developments around the issue So let's get started. Actually there are three aspects to this issue. First the background. We all know about current US government's sentiment towards China and of course we also know how negative it is regarding 5G. The government is worried about lot of things uh, with respect to 5G and its security and such but the top two concerns are first one the lack of options and 5G infrastructure space and second absence of a major US player in the infrastructure space if you really look at the space it's a three way race between Huawei Ericsson and Nokia the government is very clear on its intentions regarding Huawei obviously it don't want US operators to buy gear from Huawei they actually extended the ban by another year a couple of days ago till may 2021 however what is not clear is what they are trying to do what their plan is to address this huawei challenge there are a lot of wild suggestions though from buying a majority stake in ericsson or nokia or even nationalizing 5g networks obviously none of them make sense in my view also what does not make sense is building another vertical player just like Huawei Ericsson or Nokia 
it will take too much of time energy and uh, money and more so it is an old idea whose time has passed now i think instead the government should focus on open and virtualized architectures and facilitate creation of cloud native solutions this will not only substantially expand the telecom ecosystem but will also bring cloud scale to it and allows large us based tech companies to play a key role in uh, 5g as well as its evolution you might think this open ran is a great idea and a perfect solution to us government's concerns but things are easier always said than done moreover not everybody in the government on the same page and believes in this approach either for example the white house economic advisor larry kudlow strongly supports this open approach whereas attorney general william barr thinks it's a pie in the sky again a pie in the sky his words not mine as i said it is not clear what this government's plan is or strategy is in addressing this challenge Oh, that's the situation of the government and Huawei. Now let's look at the second aspect of the issue: the industry itself, specifically whether the virtual and open RAN concept is ready for prime time, mature enough, viable, and such. Actually, open networks have been talked about for a very long time, even going going back as back as three G days. But there hasn't been much to talk about. till very recently there hasn't been commercial progress so far again till recently what actually is giving it a big push is the focus on virtualization virtualization in core network is almost complete if you are deploying a core network now it will fully be virtualized many thought initially the same virtualization may not be possible for radio networks because radio networks are far too complicated and lot of latency requirements and such but the consistent efforts of the industry and giant leaps in computing is really making that virtualization possible now subsequently that virtualization is making the open radio networks possible now added to that the 5g architecture itself lends very well for virtualization a quick note here though lot of times including me use uh, virtual networks or vrans and open radio network or oran as synonyms technically these are two different things but their uh, fate now is so much linked together if one wins the other wins and if one loses the other loses it is okay to treat them as a singular subject and that's what we will do in this discussion okay coming back to the discussion open ran has been around at least as a concept for some time now lot of major tech companies are behind it and supporting it including existing infrastructure players and there are a couple of industry forums as well oran alliance is one such group another one is the infrastructure group uh, also known as tip tip uh, which is led by facebook almost all the members of the open ran policy coalition are also members of these forums that i mentioned oran alliance and the tip all in all 
what it is is a large group of major players and some small players trying to make open ran happen and why they want to do it many many reasons i'll talk about those a little bit later well although the open ran has been going on for some time what really established its viability is the launch of rakuten's 4g network in japan last year till that time open ran was you know in trials or small deployments here and there without any major success to talk about but everything changed with rakuten rakuten successfully and decisively proved that large scale open ran networks indeed are possible even in high density markets such as japan rakuten also is building its open 5g networks which should be online you know in due time another big shot in the arm for open ran was from dash network dash as you might know is a by product of sprint and t mobile merger and dash has overwhelmingly embraced the open ran concept it actually recently signed a contract with a leading oran vendor called mavenir even with all of this traction the biggest challenge for oran is limited awareness about this in the overall industry ultimately what matters are the major cellular operators and they are very risk averse and very cautious and usually very slow to adopt new technology especially such major changes as changing the architecture itself and the belief and the information is pretty desperate as well while some are fully convinced and consider open ran to be the future others are still suspicious uh, some others think that it is only suitable for greenfield opportunities and so on to their credit the two big things that we are talked about rakuten and dash are greenfield opportunities so there is some truth to that as well and when uh, the industry itself is in such a confused state and in flux you can't expect the government and the bureaucrats to be far different in fact it is far worse as illustrated by difference in opinions of key white house officials larry kudlow and william barr that i just mentioned this is exactly i think where the open ran policy coalition comes into play as many members pointed out to me the most important objective of the group is to inform and educate the government about relevance and feasibility of open ran architecture it will of course advise the governments on cellular infrastructure policies as well i was told the initial target is us government but it might look at other regions as in the future as well also the coalition is pretty new only couple of weeks of existence and things are still yet to fall in place also the coalition is a heterogeneous mix of many big companies who sometimes may have slightly different business objectives so in my view the first step of the organization would be to align their own messaging so that they can communicate in one voice to the government and from the government side if they hear single message from the group they can put their trust in it and believe that this large group can deliver on whatever they are preaching one of the common theme among all the proponents of open ran is that none of them play a key role or have a significant portion of the radio network market today and that is the third aspect of this issue with 5g being so big and so transformational 
they can't afford to let that continue. Naturally, they see a huge market opportunity in 5G and they not only want to capture as much as of that opportunity but also lead and drive the market and that can't happen with the traditional RAN approach. That's exactly why they are all supporting the push for Open RAN. So when it comes to Open RAN, there are three very key important market dynamics converging. The first one, it being a possible solution for US government's concerns about 5G and Huawei. Second, this ongoing traction for Open RAN, which makes it real and viable for these companies to march on. And third, a large 5G market opportunity that major cloud and compute and chipset players can only address if the market moves to open RAN. So now coming back to the original question that we started the discussion with. Is this coalition an effort by the US government to address the Huawei challenge? As you can see, these are the three themes that I mentioned. It is only one of them. As one member aptly put it, coalition is not a solution that the US government necessarily created, but it is something that it stumbled upon, which the industry was working on anyway. So to answer the question, it is not formed by the US government for the issue, but it is becoming a main vehicle for it to address the Huawei challenge. The government's urgency in addressing Huawei challenge will of course give a huge impetus to the group as well as open RAN movement and make it mainstream much sooner than it would have been otherwise. You have to keep in mind though that it is only a small yet important step towards that goal. Open RAN still has long ways to go in convincing major operators and make them pivot towards it. We will see how these things happen in the coming months and years. So folks, there you have it, our first podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. We would love to hear your feedback. Please reach out to us on our webpage www.tantraanalyst.com or on Twitter at Tantra Analyst or at My Tech Musings. Hope to see you on our future podcast. Thank you.